What's going on, guys? This is Gary. Today is the 13th of November. We are here during the international break. So game week 12 is now behind us, and we are a little bit further off than I'd like. Game week 13, but at least uh, there's something to look forward to. Um, and hopefully some of these international games will be entertaining as well. And of course, uh, we hope that none of our favorite Premier League players or the ones that are on our fantasy Premier League teams get injured, of course. Uh, no fatigue, no injury, but maybe an opportunity to uh, build up some good form for players that might not have seen some in a little while. Before we start getting into the meat of this, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, my son and I have been doing these for almost three full years now. Um, and, uh, we also are, um, on, I guess we have a presence on Instagram at let's talk soccer. And quite honestly, that's where we do the majority of our work. If you want to call it that, uh, most of our content goes there. We have, um, a little over 30 now, which is phenomenal. Um, nothing we had ever, ever planned on son who, Love football, love the Premier League, and uh, despite all of the quirks uh, and um, and disappointments and highs and lows, uh, the fantasy Premier League, the FPL as well, we really do love it. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I think that all of us who um, tolerate season after season of FPL must have a little bit of masochist in us. Um, you know, a lot of patience. I think we're a very smart group. Um, you know, the people that I either follow on Twitter or Instagram or have, um, DM messages with conversations with anything like that. Very, very bright group of people. Um, you know, which is impressive, um, because there's a lot of garbage on social media, especially these days. But, um, the FPL community is, phenomenal. We really, really like it. Um, it's embraced us. We've embraced it. And, um, you know, it's one big love fest, but you know, the kind of analysis that people do, the, the banter, the, the dialogue, the creativity, it's something special. Um, you know, if there's one downside to it is that, um, people tend to put each other down and, I don't know, not for what reason, really. Um, you know, a little witty banter here and there, um, a little poking isn't a bad thing, but, um, you know, a lot of times people are looking for help uh, with their teams or maybe just want to talk to someone or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, I've seen some nasty, nasty uh, dialogue between different FPL accounts lately and, um, you know, not that everyone has to love each other a ton and get everyone has to get along with each other, but, um, you know, there's no point really in um, coming down hard on someone unless they've really done something egregious and something that um, deserves a little bit of a uh, stronger word than normal. So, um, you know, if we had one bit of advice, one thing that we'd like to change about the community, it's that. It's just the tolerance of... Um, 
of others a little more. Maybe their opinions are different. Maybe their ideas are weird. Maybe they disagree with you, um, but they should do it respectfully. So <clears throat> that's it. Just a little um, little side note there, a little editorial on FPL. <clears throat> Let's talk about Game Week 13. <clears throat> now, um, I think it's far too early to plan a bunch uh, because of potential injuries, of course, and and things like that. Um, like I said earlier, fatigue, injuries, um, you know, you just can't predict what's going to happen. And something will happen. Um, it's just the way that, that these things go. And it's that time of season, and we saw it going into this time around, that players have these little nagging groin injuries, ankle injuries. String issues. Some of those may just be sort of the quote unquote, you know, the air quote um, international break injuries, which basically means the club doesn't want their player going on international duty. So they're sort of uh, creating an injury maybe that isn't there, to put it nicely. Um, but, you know, even if that's a portion of them, there's still enough. <laughs> to make it a little bit concerning. And, and the good thing is that these players um, are staying away from the international duty. So they have plenty of time to get fit in that case. You know, take a Jack Grealish. Um, <clears throat> you know, players like that um, that might normally be playing with um, with their national teams who now have a chance to get more rest. Uh, <clears throat> which is good for their teams, obviously, but also good for us as fans and as FPL players. So today we posted on Instagram a list, and we do this, we've been doing this weekly. It's our picks and punts. Um, the picks are more kind of the sure things or the, the ones we feel are a little more certain. There's never a sure thing, but <clears throat> sort of the bigger name players, you know, the ones that we're a little more confident we'll have. Um, a good game week. And then the punts are those that are a little riskier, the differentials, maybe those under the radar a little bit, um, players like that. So let's go through the game week 13 picks first off. Sterling, at home to Chelsea. I really think he's going to have a an amazing game. Um, I think that uh, coming off of the Liverpool loss, <clears throat> and if you watch that game, he actually played quite well. Um, there was definitely a time or two, at least, that he could have and probably should have put the ball in the back of the net. I remember one in particular where he took the ball all the way in the box, uh, was one-on-one -on -one with um, Allison, and just couldn't. He probably should have chipped it up a little bit, um, just over Allison, who came in low. <clears throat> but for whatever reason, uh, Sterling kept the ball low, too, and it went right into uh, the belly of Allison. But coming up that left side, um, Alexander-Arnold had his hands full for sure, and Sterling was getting the better of him. So Sterling, despite not scoring, uh, played very, very well. <clears throat> so I think that loss, that frustration in that game, coupled with... Whatever flare-up happened with Joe Gomez at England camp this week that 
caused Southgate to uh, suspend Sterling for the match against Montenegro, <clears throat> I think he's not going to let this loss go for a while. And playing at home after these couple of events, um, I just think that he is going to be a man on a mission. So um, not only do I think he's a good pick for Game Week 13, I also think he's a good captain option for Game Week 13. I think he will come um, <clears throat> with a lot of firepower that week um, or in that game. Um, so, you know, he's also one of the most transferred out players, which I just don't get. Yes, he's blanked a couple of weeks or a few weeks, but this is a player that we know consistently gets well above 200 points every FPL season. So why are we getting rid of him? Um, I'm not getting rid of him. Josh and I aren't getting rid of him. But why are we, as a uh, collective FPL community, why are we making him one of the most transferred out players um, <clears throat> of the game week? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. If it's because... You know, Sala this or Mane that. Chances are you probably have one of them already in your squad anyway. Um, so really, if anything, it's just a sideways move. I don't think that Sala, Sterling, or Mane will outscore each other by that much uh, this season. I think that roughly they'll have the same amount of points <clears throat> by the end of the season. So really, I feel like that's a bit of a wasted transfer. Uh, but what we've seen this season too is that there is such a bandwagon, stronger than I've ever seen it in FPL before, of once something sort of catches a little bit of fire, like a couple of accounts dumping um, dumping Sterling for maybe Mane or Salah or Martial or whatever the case may be, um, it just snowballs and it just collects steam and it builds up more and more and that then a player um, is one of the most transferred out players all of a sudden in a in a very short amount of time <clears throat> it is amazing how reactive uh, the FPL community is this season and that's a frustration I think it's artificially causing price rises price decreases um, and there's no need to and also you know as an account that tries to watch out for the best interest of um, of those we're messaging with, those that follow us, those in our community, it, it's frustrating too because we see people wasting free transfers and then in a lot of cases having to take hits, which will wreck overall rank. So um, we try to <clears throat> have them think about that, you know, long and hard before um, making a transfer decision like that. Okay. So anyway. Long way of saying, I think Sterling's a really good pick for Game Week 13. Next up, good old Johnny Lundstrom. Lord Lundstrom, um, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, legend Lundstrom, as the case may be. At home to Man United, uh, I think. I mean, he's been playing great. He's on great form. Um, Sheffield have been super impressive this season. And we know that Man U are susceptible to having goals uh, scored on them. So, <clears throat> I think uh, Lunny is a good pick um, this week and pretty much every week, quite honestly. I don't think he will leave our starting 11 um, really anymore this season, at least not in the foreseeable future. Next up, I think we're Charlison. 
um, at home to Norwich will have a good game. He had a pretty good game week um, in week 12, and I think that will continue playing at home, um, playing a team that has, I believe, conceded the most goals um, so far this season. I could be wrong. I'm trying to do this from memory, Um, but if they're not, you know, if they haven't conceded the most, they are probably second most or at the very least in the bottom three. So um, I think Richarlison will have a good game. Ashley Barnes. <clears throat> yes, the Barnes train uh, is uh, is putting a little more coal uh, in the furnace there, and uh, it's starting back down the track, it seems. He had a good game in Week 12. Um, Burnley do play away at Watford, another team that uh, tends to concede a lot of goals, and I think that Barnes, um, who is, sounds like he's maybe hitting a little bit of um, some form, <clears throat> I think he'll continue that. Son, um, like I've said in the past, I think he is, you know, sort of what powers um, the Spurs attack. He just shows um, a ferocity <clears throat> and an enthusiasm um, and such a desire to score. And he's just, he's got a one track mind. And he'll do whatever it takes. And many times he's playing higher than and, and also just as centrally as Kane is. And I think that Son, um, who is away at West Ham, um, I think he will produce some good points in Week 13. Next up, next up, the newly announced as fit Jack Grealish uh, at home to Newcastle. <clears throat> Obviously well-rested. Uh, we know that um, prior to his injury, he had been on great form. So I expect uh, that he and McGinn will be involved in uh, hopefully a couple of goals this coming week. Uh, and then lastly on the picks list is Martial away to Sheffield United. And while I don't think Lundstrom will necessarily keep a clean sheet, I do think he'll be involved in uh, a goal or two um, against Man United. <clears throat> and likewise, I think that Martial, who much like Sun is to um, to Spurs, he is to Manchester United, and I believe that he will uh, produce for his owners. Okay. And yes, there's lots of other obvious choices, um, but there's no sense in picking the obvious ones, so we like to mix it up a little bit. So these are not all of the picks that we think will do well. These are ones that just maybe... Um, are a little less talked about um, than some of the others. Um, Our punts then for week 13, we have four of them. First up is uh, Callum Wilson at home to Wolves. I think he's been quiet lately, and I think that um, he will find some form and uh, have a goal um, this coming weekend. Or, sorry, next weekend. hate that. These international breaks take far too long. Uh, next up is Yarmolenko <clears throat> at home to Spurs. Uh, we know what he can do in that West Ham midfield, uh, and Spurs have been leaky, um, putting it kindly. And I think uh, on, on home turf, I believe Yarmo will produce. Uh, next up, <clears throat> someone that no one's really talking about a lot or at all uh, going into Week 13 is Mares. So we've seen that Bernardo Silva has received a one-match ban for that tweet that he sent um, 
to Mendy, about Mendy, and think what you want about it. <clears throat> Bottom line is that the FA suspended him for one game, uh, and I think fined him 50,000 pounds, and then uh, he has, I believe they called it compulsory education. Um, but I think that opens up the opportunity for Mares um, to get on that right side of the city attack. And when he does come in, you know he'll make the most of it. And I believe that um, he could actually be connecting with, uh, with Sterling um, some this coming weekend against Chelsea. I do think there'll be goals um, for sure in that Man City-Chelsea game. Uh, and then last on the list is Delafeu. He's shown some good form lately. And Watford are at home to Burnley. I don't think Watford will win this match. <clears throat> but I do think if anybody's going to score for Watford, it's going to be Deu. So um, those are our picks and punts for game week 13. <clears throat> Let me tell you what our team was for game week 12. And then I'll tell you what it's going to be for game week 13 most likely. Okay, so... In game week 13, or sorry, 12, we had 66 points. Uh, nine from Pope and goal, two from Alexander Arnold, six from Chilwell, and two from Lundstrom. Five in the midfield De Bruyne with two, Hudson Adoy with one, Sterling with two, Mane with seven, and Mount with three. Overall, pretty disappointed in the, the midfield there, um, but thankfully up top. Abraham with eight, and Vardy, our captain, brought us 24 points. Now, on the bench, we had Soyuncu sitting there with eight points, which would have been phenomenal to have him, but um, really don't like the idea of playing four defenders. Um, nice to have a great one as a backup, and rotation will be a bit of a challenge, uh, but come bench boost time or come when I need it, uh, a surprise uh, non-start for a, play, a defender or whatever the case may be, I've got, um, I'll always have a really great one sort of circulating on the bench somewhere. Um, so happy about that. Uh, did make a transfer already, um, purely based on points, uh, sorry, uh, available funds. <clears throat> and that was to get rid of Hudson Adoy. We gave him. A few weeks <clears throat> didn't really pan out. Obviously, Pulisic has um, has taken that spot from him, and until Hudson Odoi can get in and really, really make an impression um, on Lampard, I don't see him getting a whole lot of playing time. I think he'll always be coming on to um, to replace Pulisic. Although Pulisic does have a little bit of a hip injury, I think it's. Uh, maybe tendonitis in his hip, and those can be nagging. So um, it'll be interesting to see if um, how fit he is coming back to the team after the international break. He is not playing for the U.S. He's withdrawn himself from that. So for Pulisic owners and Pulisic fans, um, probably good news, and hopefully he'll be able to uh, to get healthy in time for the Man City game because I'm sure he is uh, drooling to play in that game. I mean, who wouldn't be? as a professional athlete. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, we got rid of Hudson Adoy, and we brought in McGinn. We had McGinn weeks ago, actually transferred him out to bring Adoy in. So welcome back, uh, Johnny McGinn. 
it's nice to have you around. So our lineup will look like this, most likely. Pope and Goal, TAA, Chilwell, and Lundstrom, the same back four that we had last week starting, although I could see where I'd like to have Soyuncu in there somewhere, just not sure where. In the midfield, De Bruyne, McGinn, Sterling, our vice captain, Mane, Mount. And then up top, we have Abraham and Vardy. Vardy, again, wearing the captain's armband for us, but very, very tempted on Sterling, to be honest. So um, I think I'll be debating that one for a little while, because uh, while Vardy is on great form, obviously, <clears throat> um, form comes and goes. Um, and so just as fast as... Uh, it came, it can disappear, so not quite sure uh, when, of course, and that's the hard part is predicting that, but um, may make the switch to Sterling. He's due. Vardy's going to hit a little bit of a, a time frame of some blanks and some slow periods, so maybe it's the right time to make that move. Um, for those that have been thinking about transferring Mount out, and bringing in someone else, <clears throat> honestly, I think, um, you know, unless you have free transfers and you just have absolutely nothing to do with them, uh, then, you know, maybe Martial, Pulisic, but I'd, I'd keep an eye on that injury. Maybe something like that makes sense. Although, um, if you watch Mount play, he's been very, very unlucky. So easily he could have scored three or four goals over the last couple of game weeks or assisted a couple here and there. So um, it's not like the chances, whether he's creating them or missing them, um, aren't there. They're there. So it's just a matter of him just sort of connecting or whomever is on the end of his um, attempted assist is connecting. So um, I, I think he deserves um, more than a chance, quite honestly. Um, so I think that's going to do it. A little bit of insight into week 13. Obviously a little more <clears throat> time to plan and tinker with things, and we'll come back with um, with some more insights, perspectives, opinions, all that good stuff um, about a week from now. So uh, hope you're enjoying the international break. Um, check us out on Instagram, at Let's Talk Soccer. Shoot us a DM, and we love to have the dialogue. And until next time, guys, we will say peace. And goodbye.